This show is brought to you by the North Face. Now, the North Face have been my sponsors for the last eight or nine years, and I'm really proud to be involved with this fantastic outdoor brand. Now, they've been in the outdoor industry for over 50 years, and they are the premier supplier of authentic, innovative, and technologically advanced exploration apparel. For your footwear, equipment, accessories, they've got the best stuff. Now, their lightweight and weather-resistant flight series running gear is my absolute favorite. So, if if you're into trail running, if you're into desert running, if you're into just exploring our mountains, then these, this is the go-to gear. And it's designed to endure, engineered to help you through the heat, through heavy downpours, or whatever else comes your way so that you can run no matter what, every day, any weather, any terrain, and never stop exploring. If you'd like to check out their whole range, go to thenorthface.co.nz. <laughs> Welcome, Welcome to Pushing the Limits, the podcast that gets deep into the psyche of extraordinary achievers across all genres, cutting to the chase to unlock the secrets of their success, their achievement, philosophies, and motivations. Join us in the quest to find out what makes the movers and shakers of our world tick and what gems and wisdom we can learn from them. Now, over to your host, Lisa Tamati. Well, hi, everybody, and welcome to Pushing the Limits. It's Lisa Tarmody here, and thanks so much for joining me once again. I love having the chance to be able to share with you some cool ideas and new perspectives. Now, today's is all about developing mental toughness and emotional resilience, how to be mentally stronger, have a better mental game so that you can get more, better results for your sporting life and your business and in your personal life, of course. Now, before I go on to the interview, I just wanted to remind you that I have a Mindset Academy. This is an online course that you can do. It's all about all these skills around developing your mental game. If, if you're into sports psychology, if you want to optimize your performance, then make sure you go to my website, lisatarmody.co.nz, and click under the Mindset Academy and find out all about how I can help you improve your mental game. Right, now over to the show. Now today I wanted to cover off some topics, perhaps for young athletes, uh, maybe their coaches, ones that are perhaps going into high performance sport or reaching higher levels in competition and you know it's getting pretty serious. This uh, week I had a conversation with a young lady, I did a, uh, a coaching session and uh, she was a sprint kayaker going to the world champs and she was having a few issues uh, with uh, dealing with things like fear. Um, she said to me, how do I deal with the fear factor and the build-up to her event? And I gave her a few strategies that she can um, perhaps use in her uh, build-up to lessen the effects. Now, one of the things that uh, I do in the build-up is using uh, something like visualization techniques. Now, the more that you can visualize being in the competition, having a successful, going through, and I've talked about this before on videos, but running through your race, your perfect build-up, how you're going to prepare the night before, how you're going to feel when you wake up that morning, putting a positive spin on it. And remember, this is your storyline, and you create the successful, wonderful experience. And that's what you go over and over and over in your head in the build-up. So you might um, take some time out, do a bit of a meditation, and then go through this ritual of how it's going to be on the day, how you're going to feel, 
lining up against your competitors and getting yourself into that real space, really seeing it, smelling it, feeling it, and then walking yourself through a successful competi competition and then getting to a successful ending. By replaying and replaying those positive scenarios in your head, it sort of makes it a fait accompli, because your brain doesn't really know if it's really happening or whether it's just your imagination. Um, and it can really reinforce some positive energy going into your competition. Um, another couple of things that I thought uh, might help. Um, there are two ways to see each uh, big opportunity that's coming at you or a big challenge that's coming at you. Now you can either see it as a challenge, as a chance for you to do something amazing as an opportunity, or you can see it as a threat. Now if you see it as a threat because the consequences are so big and what's going to happen if I'm not successful and what are people going to say and, and the perhaps financial consequences, all of these things. Now thinking about the consequences of something isn't a way a good way to prepare yourself mentally for it because it puts you into a negative sort of tailspin all around fear and all around negativity. It's better to shift your focus and to go, wow, I've got this fantastic opportunity to put a positive spin on it, even when you're not feeling it, but just keep tricking yourself into feeling this way. So if I've got a, a big race coming up and yes, it's going to be scary, it's going to be, oh, you know, you know, there's going to be a lot of things happening. But if you can frame it in a challenge uh, framework as opposed to being in a threatening framework because what happens when our mind perceives a threat it, it creates a whole lot of physiological reactions in our body and these aren't just immediate reactions say on the morning of a competition where you're all nervous and all that sort of thing um, it's also in the build-up and the the stress levels in your body um, and the stress hormones that you're producing, the adrenaline, the cortisol, all of those things can be building if you're seeing it, this upcoming, say, qualification trials or some big event that you're aiming for as a threat. If you can change your perspective and start seeing as I'm lucky to have this opportunity, what an amazing experience I'm going to have, all the positive ways of looking at this. I'm going to prepare myself well, I'm going to get to the start line, and then I'm going to give it all I've got. You create a perception shift, and that can really help you control your physiology. In regards to actually on the day, um, how do you deal with those butterflies in your stomach? How do you deal with not choking up when the pressure is immense, and especially if it's a, if it's a race perhaps that's time-trialed and it's all on a short um, period of time or perhaps you're doing a massive ultra marathons that's the sort of thing that I specialized in and sometimes the pressure was huge you had the pressure of sponsors coaches um, people that had supported you your team and the fear and the doubt and can I do it all of those sort of questions whirling around in your head are very normal but they can cause you to choke up to the point that you're not able to perform as well as you're able, if you don't perform to your potential, and that's what you want to avoid. So a few tricks for on the day or in the days leading up to it. Um, doing some meditation, doing some deep breathing exercises, and this might sound like, oh yeah, Harry Fairy, I've been told to meditate, what does it actually do? Well, what it does is it taps 
you into your parasympathetic nervous system and starts to slow and calm the body down. Your heart rate will start to slow down. Your breathing starts to, to soften and to slow down and to find a rhythm. You find more focus and quietness. Often your left brain can be just going crazy with all these thoughts and emotions and everything starting to roar around. If you can calm that all down through meditation, through focusing, through visualization, through deep breathing, it actually helps you tap straight into your parasympathetic nervous system. And the parasympathetic nervous system helps you, um, this is your recovery mode, this is your healing mode, this is where the body starts to recover, this is what you do when you're going into sleep and that type of thing. It slows down the release of the stress hormones that can be building up in your body, your cortisol and your adrenaline. Now, adrenaline can have a positive effect in the short term, but over the over weeks and over months and over years, having too much adrenaline and too much cortisol production can leave you adrenally exhausted and it can cause an, an awful lot of hormonal imbalances and uh, stress has, has many, many uh, effects on the body. So by doing these exercises, these visualizations, taking time out to actually invest in your mind as much as you do in your body, because invariably, in many of these sporting competitions, it's not just about how well you trained, how talented you are. The third biggest thing, and if not the biggest thing, is your mindset and your mental preparation and how you're feeling going into it. Uh, and if you can protect that, if you can nurture that, and that means nurturing yourself, protecting yourself from negativity, protecting yourself from too much pressure, um, I imagine like the All Blacks must feel a huge amount of pressure when they're going onto a test match or, or, or a tour. The media's throwing stuff at them. Everything's, uh, you know, are they going to lose? Are they going to do this? The consequences of each game can be very high. I bet their coaches try and insulate them from all of that and try to, to focus on the here and now and what's actually their job, what their tasks are. That's what I do when I'm heading into a race. Um, is to try and protect myself from any negativity. I don't want to be thinking about the competitors. They are nothing to do with me. All I can do is control my own destiny, control my own reactions to things, and then go from there. Um, another thing is that, especially young people, teenagers, tend, and this is a bit of a generalization, tend to dramatize and be very insular looking, very inward looking. Um, and when you're intensely involved with training and build up uh, to an event, this can be really, you know, it is overwhelming, it is all encompassing. But what I want you to realize, young people, um, and I wish someone had said to me all this when I was a, a gymnast, for example, that, you know, it doesn't matter what happens in this co upcoming competition, the sun's still going to rise tomorrow, the world's still going to be spinning. It won't be the end of the world. You're not heading off to war. You're not being shot at. You're not facing life-threatening um, disabilities or sicknesses. So put this in perspective. This is still your sport. For most of you, it will still be amateur. Yes, there's a lot riding on it. A lot riding on, on for your confidence and your personal history and your personal legacy that you're trying to build. But try and take a, an overview be a satellite for a minute and see yourself looking down on yourself there, this little person, and this is a little part of your life. 
don't over dramatize every little bad thing that happens to you and spin out on it because it will only lead you into a downward spiral if you can put things in perspective then you can experience them learn what you need to learn out of it and move on to the next thing and that brings me on to failure um, many people are stifled in their uh, wanting to achieve or their ability to achieve big goals because of the fear of failure. They don't want to risk failure. I'm telling you now, if you're not prepared to risk failure, you're never going to reach your potential. And failure is a part of the stepping stones to success. It's what you do with that failure that counts. That is the only thing. And somebody who fails and gets back up again learns persistence they learn to overcome adversity they learn to deal with negativity people saying negative things and these are all horrible but very valuable lessons to learn and i i failed a number of times and throughout my career and i thought the world was going to end and it didn't it the world the, the sun kept shining and yeah it was hard to take and you had to work through that process but my advice to you is don't don't um, turn away from challenge because of the fear of failure. Turn towards challenge, turn towards pushing your limits because only through that will you ever achieve and be something extraordinary, achieve extraordinary things. And failure, parents, if you've got a child and they've failed on a particular day or whatever, a competition, don't harp on about you should have done this and you should have done that in the moment experience that failure cry with the child cry with the young person if you want and then get them back on their feet get them back into a positive frame of mind right we did this we learned these things from this experience we've ticked off another life experience and that goes on your positive side of your cv so it's how you see failures not the failure itself that is important because Every great person and every great genre and every genre across from sports to business to to anything has failed along the way. And some of the most successful ones have failed the most because they've just kept trying until they've got a ride, just kept pushing, kept being persistent, kept being consistent, and eventually they've had success. And that success is then hard won by and it, but it's it means something. So don't turn away from from failure. Building on success is probably the last point I'll, I'll go into today. Um, when you do have a successful uh, competition or run or event, I want you to turn around and I want you to pat yourself on the back and really integrate that into your personality before you go off on the next mission. Someone once said to me, man, you just go hard out, you go and you achieve this great goal and instead of patting yourself on your back, you're like, oh yeah, whatever. What's next? Where's the next tallest mountain? And you don't sit and relax and re learn to integrate that experience into your life in a positive way. And that really set me on my ass there for a bit. And I thought, actually, you're right. I just go tumbling on into the next event and I haven't actually integrated that experience and gone, damn, did well, girl. Awesome. That's really good stuff. Because we build on success. When we are successful on something, whether it's a small thing or a big thing, it gives us confidence to try that little bit more and that little bit further for the next event, okay? So really integrate those successful experiences. And when you are faced with a new experience, go back to that past success, relive that moment of glory over and over in your head and feel it and integrate it and then move forward into the next one with a positive frame of mind. So I hope, 
these tips have helped you today. Um, you know, there's some, some things that I've, I've gathered over a long period of time. Um, if you'd like to know more, I'd love you to subscribe to my YouTube channel. I love sharing this type of thing. And if you, if you feel like it, please come through to my websites. Now, I've got two websites. One is a, is a health and fitness website for coaching, if you're interested in coaching, runninghotcoaching.com. I'll put the link in the uh, description. And the other one is lisatarmaty.co.nz. Um, there you can find out all about what I do, uh, speaking, engagements, motivational coaching, that type of thing. So check them both out. Read my blogs if you like what you see. And please give me a thumbs up and a like. Cheers.